Equipments and Monitors, Section 4, 9 of 12, Cardiac Output. Thermodilution Method. The thermodilution method is the most common way we measure cardiac output. An injection of 5% dextrose or 0.9% sodium chloride of known quantity and temperature is bolus through the proximal port on the pulmonary catheter, pulmonary artery catheter. Each injection should occur during the same phase of the respiratory cycle and be completed in less than 4 seconds. It is common practice to average 3 separate injections to arrive at the final cardiac output. This improves the accuracy of the final value. Using the modified Stewart-Hamilton equation, a computer plots temperature change versus time. The area under the curve, AUC, <coughs> is inversely proportional to the cardiac output. If cardiac output is high, the injectate rapidly travels towards the distal tip of the PAC. The AUC is smaller. If cardiac output is low, it takes longer for the injectate to travel past the distal tip of the PAC. The AUC is larger. <coughs> Factors that influence the Thermodilution cardiac output measurements underestimates cardiac output, injectate volume too high, injectate solution too cold, overestimates cardiac output, injectate volume too low, injectate solution too hot, partially wedged PAC, thrombus and tip of PAC, unable to predict intracardiac shunt, tricuspid regurgitation. Continuous cardiac output or CCO. Continuous cardiac output monitoring has the advantages of providing continuous data and avoiding the inaccuracies from the human element. There is a significant drawback to CCO monitoring. There is a 30-second delay between the time the cardiac output is measured and when it appears on the monitor. Furthermore, the CCO value on the monitor averaged the previous 3-6 to six minutes of the cardiac output data. This time, this time delay may be unacceptable in a hemodynamically unstable patient. In this instance, it may be preferential to use the standard bolus thermodilution method.